1: Good morning. Welcome to the broadcast. How are you today? And especially those of you who expected a very different result. How are you feeling this morning? I'm just curious. I'm just doing kind of a wellness check on everybody. Because last night, my goodness, last night, We will delve into a number of elements of last night, because I think there are a lot of things that we certainly need to take in as a result of last night's election. First off, I hope that you performed your civic duty and voted. That would be an important start. Those of you who did not, shame on you. I'll also be curious during the course of the broadcast today to find out how you spent your evening. What did you do in regard to the elections? A good friend of mine was pretty funny. Wanted nothing to do with the election stuff. Didn't even want to watch the coverage. I was trying to figure out, you know, what what is the best way? I ended up spending time with a candidate yesterday evening. I'll tell you more about that a little bit later on. But I think a good place to start is mentioning, on a local level, some of the good things that happened, starting with the U.S. Senate race. You know, I told you I've been enduring these commercials for several weeks now, especially the ones on the subject of abortion. This is one that I think many were convinced they were going to be able to ride this to victory. And it proved not to be the case in two very important races. One of them, Ted Budd, who was on this program yesterday, cruised to victory. Came out on top in his race against Sherry Beasley. The final win that one, which I think is pretty significant, going above the 50% threshold. That's very good. Ted Budd. Comes out in top in this race against Sherry Beasley. It's also important to note. One of the important races. And again, this is where I saw so many. Of the commercials running. The commercials running. To talk about how important it was. For the Supreme Court to flip. To not flip, but to remain the same. And. What ended up happening? Republicans won both of those seats. All the fear-mongering, all the panic, all of the hysteria about abortion rights. It was all for naught. Not only did it not help Sherry Beasley last night, but at the end of the night, both candidates for the Supreme Court in North Carolina won their races. They won their races with 52% of the vote. Which is absolutely awesome. So control of the Supreme Court will flip. In fact, the observer pointing out that the GOP won every single statewide judicial race. All of them. A lot of people in the Charlotte-Mecklenburg School Board. Boy, that was quite a turn of events. Republicans also appear to win the North Carolina Senate Supermajority. But they fell one seat short in the House. This was a pretty good night for Republicans in North Carolina overall. Here in the city of Charlotte, not so good. The total control by the Democrat Party was pretty much reinforced again last night. It was not a pretty picture at all. In fact, one of the races where there was some hope that Republicans would be able to prevail, that was in District 5. I share that as an example. Matthew are looking to make a political comeback fell about 4,000 votes short. That's where I was yesterday evening. And I would just say of Matthew, for instance, this is a really solid guy. I'll talk more about this later on. But I do think there are some things that we need to do in terms of self-examination, those of us who claim to be conservative or libertarian, And Republican and it goes into a broader message that applies not just locally but really across the country because I think there are some real real lessons and messages that came across very clearly last night the question is do we have the courage to acknowledge what really happened and why It's interesting, looking at the text line here already, (laughs) some of the things that people are saying, which we will definitely address. I really believe there was a real change, a real shift that took place yesterday evening. And it ought to be very evident. In the next hour, I'm going to talk about, in particular, the future of the Republican Party. I will address that because I think it's vitally important to understand if there will be some effort to preserve this republic, we cannot continue to follow old ways. We've got to recognize what is not going to win. And if we repeat those mistakes, shame on us. It's really that simple. Before I go down that road, I also want to talk about South Carolina. No big surprise here. Not much of a contest. Henry McMaster reelected South Carolina governor, 58%. That's how much he got of the vote yesterday evening. Also very important race for U.S. Senate. Again, not much of a race here. Tim Scott winning 63% of the vote. I was also glad to see Curtis Loftus, who's been on this program a number of times, won as treasurer. 80% of the vote. That's pretty extraordinary. Those are just some of the significant races that stand out in the state of South Carolina. Also glad to see that Ralph Norman has prevailed in his District 5 race. 64% of the vote, that is certainly very, very good news. So just a sampling of some of what took place yesterday evening. We will go into these national races because it's... Quite intriguing what happened yesterday evening. I'll be very curious to get your thoughts as to the whys and wherefores as well as we continue our Wednesday broadcast. Stay with us.
3: His karate
0: lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hiya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician.
1: A lot of frustration out there. Vince, you have to admit the abortion issue was a real motivating factor in helping Democrat election turnout. The fear of a total nationwide ban helped to stifle the projected big red wave. This one, you know, I find depressing. The text basically says depressing. Cheating continues. If you think last night's big story was about cheating, then give up. I'm just telling you right now, if you think the big story last night was cheating, just hang it up. Reality check. MAGA is not as MAGA predicted. MAGA light GOP controlled DeSantis is in the driver's seat. See, I don't even, I don't think DeSantis has anything to do with MAGA. And I'll talk about this a little bit later on. Ron DeSantis is Ron DeSantis. Another very important point I will make in the next hour about the future. Last night was not exclusively about abortion rights. The media and celebrity politicians very effective in promoting ultra-maga election deniers. Taking democracy from all of us. Played again by the media. Boy, they beat that drum, didn't they? Good morning, Vince. I think we all need to say the flip version of the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the people that I cannot change. The courage to change the person that I can. (laughs) That is really clever. I have to hand it to you. (laughs) And Chris adds, out of Shelby, and the wisdom to know that it's me. Oh, my gosh. That's... I am going to save this this is brilliant it really is <laughs> I am just blown away I'm serious this is one of those gyms that I absolutely have to uh, come back to at some point I am taking this as my own no I will appropriately give you credit as I just did this is part of what can I remind you again this is the perfect time for me to say it's a reminder, especially for those of us who claim to be Christian, this is where your Christian faith is really tested. I had this great conversation last night with Matthew Reidenauer, who unfortunately lost his race. One of the reasons I appreciate Matthew so much, I don't for, for a minute believe this man finds his identity in politics. This is part of... Where we have got to go, we have come to a place where I think many in our movement have gone astray. And we've got to get a hold of ourselves. This is a time for us to recalibrate ourselves. That's the key thing. That's the big takeaway. Chris, out of Shelby. We've got to do some introspection, some self-examination. That's the first place to go. Vince, I'm wonderful today. Thanks for asking. Trump was the big loser yesterday. By the way, to the point I just made, it was kind of funny this morning. A good friend of mine sent a text. He said, "Here, uh, you know, in the usual pleasantries, good morning and all." And I was just making the comment, "Yeah, it was okay morning." And he asked, "You stressed out over election results?" I said, "Oh no, I have a life." And his response was, I am so proud. <laughs> it's like, come on. I, I, My life is not about this. That's not where I find my identity. Well, after I voted, I listened to Tara and Charlie and Vince for a little bit. Last night, I played video games. Didn't watch any of the election coverage. Wow. Okay. Vince, hope you're finding faith and hope after the election, at least for the rest of the week. I could not listen to election news. Only the media can turn a final score into 12 hours of fruitless discussion. That's from Dean. Ah, <laughs> uh, this texture says, let me guess, no Trump. You would say that. Huh. Maybe Trump should have put a less money toward rallies and more towards candidates in tight races. Federnick wins by 110,000 votes. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, quite a mess, isn't it? Isn't that amazing? He actually won. Fetterman won that race. Voters in California, Michigan, Vermont approved measures to add constitutional rights guaranteeing access to abortion. By the way, there was a ballot measure in Kentucky, my former home state of all places, that was supposed to ban abortions. It failed. The big question is, do the Republican voters not show up to the polls or the Democrat voters go to the polls more than expected? Why was it that a red wave was projected everywhere yet? Nowhere did it happen. It did happen somewhere. If you paid attention to the coverage, you know where it did happen. And it turned what was at one time a swing state. It is a solid red state now. And I think there's a reason for that. Just putting that out there. Life goes on. Wife and I rode the motorcycle to vote, and then for Mexican food, one big takeaway is the focus for Republican presidential candidate should be DeSantis over Trump. Have a blessed day. Mm. Overall, nationally pretty divided, which should hopefully slow the government from doing much. The founders were genius. Yes, they were. Vince, I'm so glad we were able to flip the Supreme Court in North Carolina last night. night. Now, when we redraw the districts next year, there should be hopefully no judicial interference. People in my county worked extremely hard at the polls. That is from Jeff. Voted for Trump both times. His recent actions have softened my commitment to vote for him again. That is Alan out of Gastonia. Hmm. Since I'm bummed about the election results, I wanted a red wave, but was leery about getting one from the beginning. I just have to keep telling myself, let not your heart be troubled. Good for you. (laughs) I love this one. Looks like Tara has dropped support for Trump just like you, traitors. (laughs) Really, people? So elections are over now. What? Now what? The supposed red wave didn't happen. Abortion appeared to matter more than what talk show hosts like yourself wanted people to believe. Most of the extreme Republicans lost or are losing. How does any of this change anything? Bench, you spoke truth today. MAGA's dying. I didn't say that. A texture did. Cheating did not happen. Right-wing conspiracy theories are more garbage. The red wave never happened. Deal with it. Vince, it's sad and depressing, but let's be reminded our great God is sovereign. God bless America. Amen. Last night was proof Trump is losing his grip on the Republican Party and needs to put his efforts behind someone else. This coming from someone who registered unaffiliated but votes 99.9% Republican. Good morning, Vince. Glad to hear your voice this morning. Don't know if you saw my email, but I cast my first ballot for a Republican candidate yesterday. Congratulations. Couldn't vote for Mr. Bud mostly because of his attachment to Trump. But I voted my heart, not my party. Looking forward to a non-Trump GOP presidential candidate in 2024. Take care, Vince. And this person said, as long as Republicans keep voting for Democrats, there will be no red wave. Just a sampling, and boy, I could go on forever. Vince Trump needs to move out of the way. He had his time. Hope his announcement is to back DeSantis 2024. Much more as we continue... Straight ahead, right here. Stay with us.
3: I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day...
1: on the Vince Coakley Radio Program. I want to zip through some of the things that happened yesterday evening. The national races. Now, for those of you not familiar, here's the state of play. Here's where things stand today. I believe the last numbers I saw, I think it's 48, 48 in the Senate. And the House, it's still not officially... Flipping to Republican control yet. There's still some outstanding races. And we'll talk about some of these races that are up in the air. First, I want to talk about Stacey Abrams. She's history. Now, I want to play a clip from Stacey Abrams that we did not get to yesterday. This is the kind of thing, and I, I want to shout this on the housetops. By the way, speaking of shouting, a shout-out to my friend Matthew now, who I mentioned earlier, who was a candidate for a County Commission. Unsuccessful effort yesterday evening, unfortunately. Matthew just sent a message here. My whole family crowded around the radio like a Rockwell painting. <laughs> that sounds pretty awesome. Glad you were with us this morning, all of you. God bless all of you. Stacey Abrams, as you know, we have about five minutes. We didn't play the whole clip, but we had a five-minute montage of her basically refusing to concede the election. Would this make her an election denier? And yet the media worshipped and praised this woman and held her up as some sort of a wonderful, strong black woman. And the woman's not that smart, really isn't especially when you make really stupid comments about black men. I want you to hear this comment she made just a few days ago.
2: We know that black voters are often discounted. And unfortunately, this year, black men have been a very targeted population for misinformation, not misinformation about what they want, but about why they want what they deserve. And my campaign has been the only one that has very intentionally, thoughtfully, and consistently reached out
1: reached out with what garbage propaganda. So in other words, we don't have the sense the sense to know when we are being targeted for propaganda or misinformation. we're especially vulnerable. I it, this just blows my mind. so I'm thrilled to death. That Stacey Abrams was defeated again, this time 53 to 45, not even close. Now the question for me is, between Beto and Stacey Abrams, is the mainstream news media going to stop worshipping these two morons? They are horrible candidates. And I think it's pretty much universal discussion yesterday evening. And I watched several channels where they talked about all the money that has been thrown at these two. For what? Wasted all kinds of money, ladies and gentlemen. Just absolutely wasted. And believe it or not, John Fetterman. He won his race yesterday evening. Defeating celebrity Dr. Mehmet Oz. This is just absolutely crazy. Do you remember one of the... Things that the media made a big deal about, about Mehmet Oz. Remember crudite? Reporters at his election night event, Fetterman's, spotted a crudite spread. John Fetterman clearly trolling Dr. Oz after his election victory. This was pretty brutal, ladies and gentlemen. And this is a net loss for the Republican Party. This was a seat once held by a Republican. And now it goes to a man who is probably, arguably, equally or less coherent than Joe Biden. This should not have happened at all. I'm gonna delve into this a little bit more coming up in the next hour, because I want the next hour to be about the future, about what went right yesterday evening. And there's one state in particular where things did go right. I'm going to talk about why they went right. But probably the most brilliant analysis that I have heard on this particular election last night, and why so many of us are disappointed today this guy has hit this right on the head. Conservative Washington Post columnist Mark Thiessen. He really drove this home. Now, there are people raising the question, and I raised this question, because you know, when they had that debate, Fetterman versus Dr. Oz, voting had already started. And there are some raising the question, what if, what if, that debate actually took place before early voting did. Would have made a difference. You'll hear this as part of the discussion led by Brett Baer yesterday evening. I want you to hear this as Brett Baer raises that question to Mark Thiessen. Please listen up because it sets the table for the discussion on the rest of this program. Listen up.
3: Had the October 25th debate been September 30th, Would this race have changed? Mm. Mark? I I think it might have, or maybe it wouldn't have. I mean, I think there's a broader issue here, which Mm is that, so think about this. We have the worst inflation in four decades, the worst collapse in real wages in 40 years, the worst crime wave since the 1990s, the worst border crisis in U.S. history. We have Joe Biden, who is the least popular president since Harry Truman, since presidential polling happened, and there wasn't a red wave. That is a searing indictment of the Republican Party. That is a searing indictment of the message that we have been sending to the voters. They looked at all of that and said, and looked at the Republican alternative and said, "No thanks." That—that is, that is a. Re- the Republican Party needs to do a really deep introspection, look in the mirror right now because this is this is an absolute disaster for the Republican Party, and we need to turn back. We need to start. We need to look at who won today: Ron DeSantis, DeWine, uh, these these governors, Kemp. Kemp. Abbott, Abbott, you know, look at these Abbott. governors. This is the path to the future. At electing these, 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 uh, you know, these, these radical candidates who who ran far behind them has put the Republican Party in a terrible position. And voters have left, have, have indicted the Republican Party.
1: That's the most insightful thing I've heard in the last 24 hours. And frankly, it's the most insightful thing that I've heard probably for the past few months, as it relates. to to media on the subject of the Republican Party. It's the elephant in the room, ladies and gentlemen. I've said this for a long time. This party has lost its way. One of my comments I made before and I'll repeat again. The Republican Party ideologically is dead. And what we've seen under the Trump presidency was simply Trump manipulating a corpse. Now as he, whatever happens with him, whatever happens there, the party is still in a state of flux. We're going to talk more about got some breaking news to tell you about <laughs> this is just crazy ladies and gentlemen are you ready for this story russia has announced its retreat from Kherson, a mammoth setback in the face of a grinding ukrainian counter-offensive the defense minister said russian troops were retreating east of the naiper river in what appeared to be a full withdrawal from the city of Kherson, the one regional capital russia had captured since its february invasion the move a major setback for Russian President Vladimir Putin, who had declared the annexation of Kherson region. Boy. Pretty ugly picture over there, isn't it? <laughs> very, very ugly. What do you think about the comments that I shared from Mark Thiessen before the break? Pretty strong an indictment against the Republican Party. Over on the text line, Quite predictable, some of the things that I've seen here. Some people are really, really furious. Let's start here. The country leans more liberal in order for a red wave to happen. It would take less people voting. Huh. Imagine if Republicans marginalized McConnell and put someone out there who could speak clearly and was a true patriot. Boy, imagine that. It's my hope the stolen election crowd doesn't start howling Democrats who won cheated. They need to get over this dead-end theory. Just wait till DeSantis gets the heat from the national stage. DeSantis will fold when they come after him and his friends and family like Trump. Your thoughts, Vince? My thoughts? Stop drinking orange Kool-Aid! Please! Stop it! I see, I hear this narrative, oh, he's got a fold, he's not as strong. I don't believe that for one moment. And there's only one person who wants you to believe that. And if you believe that for his sake, God help you. I'm serious, I'm really getting furious with this stuff. And it's not because I'm concerned about defending a candidate. I just, it blows my mind the fiction that people buy into. Talk about people being sheep. We have no right to talk about anybody else being sheep and being gullible on the Democrat side. Vince, I don't think DeSantis wants Trump's endorsement. Doing so would give the perception DeSantis is a MAGA guy, an election denier. Democrats would use those themes to defeat DeSantis. Yes, they would. When Trump makes this big announcement next week, I hope he tells everyone he's going to the moon and he won't be coming back. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So when the polls were wrong about Trump, you and others blame media, Democrats, and anything that didn't agree. Not all the talk show hosts that have been pushing the red wave narrative that wasn't so. Where's the condemnation of your types and in industry? I text before saying you and others were setting the Trump supporters up for failure. Where in the world do you get that? I'm shocked this race is not a Republican landslide. The fact the talking heads in their ivory towers love DeSantis lets me know I could never vote for the next establishment clown. Hashtag never DeSantis. <laughs> uh, you bring up how coherent Fetterman and Biden are why don't you talk about Herschel Walker? The man is a straight-up retard Okay You just did Oh my goodness, I'm sorry Vince, but you don't know squat (laughs) This one's saying you're coming across as a know-it-all lately Isn't it possible? I know something just something The only way for Donald Trump to help the Republican Party is not to run. Mm Mm-hmm. Vince, from my point of view, it's not about the quality of candidates. Both parties have horrible candidates. The public's the issue. Look at what's on the table. Abortion, civil rights, climate change. They're voting for a country void of soul and morals. Wow, that's clever. Vince, not only did Fitterman win, the Pennsylvania voters also elected a dead representative to office in the Pittsburgh area. What does this say about the mentalities of the voter voters in that state? Oh, my goodness. Vince, that guy had me hook, line, and sinker when he said Ron DeSantis. He lost me on Mike DeWine, the lockdown Republican. Not crazy about Greg Abbott either. Brian Kemp allowed his state to be the epicenter of the voter fraud in 2020. So if that's the GOP's future, I may go full libertarian. Not ready to make that decision yet, though. Okay. Just a sampling. And this is unfortunate. I'm done with voting. I voted in every election primary runoff since 1980. I'm done. I will continue to listen to your show for entertainment purposes only. Signed, a lifelong Republican. I'm very sad that you would make that decision. I voted Trump twice. Vince, it's time for Trump to go and DeSantis to take over the Republican Party. Trump drags the whole party down. And I love this one. This is a winner. Please remove Vince Coakley from WRD, 106.3 WRD. God bless. That's from Dixie. Well, God bless you too, Dixie. I ain't getting removed. It ain't going to happen. Sorry. Hour number two. We'll talk about the future. It's straight ahead.